It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. This week on B movie breakdown, getting even means risking it all. Yes. As we watched Gleaming the Cube. This is episode 93 of B-Movie Breakdown. I'm Corey. And I'm Sam. And this is a podcast where we watch the good, the bad, but what the fuck. This week I definitely had a uh, number of what the fuck moments oh, yeah. while watching Gleaming the Cube. Uh, it's a weekly podcast for the humor and, humor and enjoyment in low-budget and lesser-known films of the past and present. Each week's movie will be revealed on the prior episode, so you too can join in on the madness. This week's movie was on YouTube, so if you have yet to watch it or want to watch it before listening to the rest of this podcast, uh, go ahead and just Google or YouTube Gleaming the Cube. It's on there. There's a couple different uh, copies on there. So um, if you... Do listen to us. I'm sure you probably already subscribe, but if you're new to the podcast and just found the website, please subscribe and rate on iTunes. That'll help us out a lot. You can go to our website, bnbpodcast.com. Uh, we're also available on Stitcher. You can reach us on our site, bnbpodcast.com, like I said before. Email address, bnbpodcast at gmail.com. On Twitter, at bnbpodcast. Or on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash bmbpodcast. Like us on Facebook, all that fun stuff. As I said last time, also available on Downcaster app. Um, I'm ready to Gleam the Cube. Yes, Gleaming the Cube is a movie from 1989 starring Christian Slater and nobody else. Nobody. Literally nobody. There's some character actors. That's about all your... Like, I felt like the cop character should have been, like, somebody. Yeah. Like, Stephen Bauer doesn't count. Yeah. Uh, he's from like, Scarface. Yeah, Scarface. I don't Scarface. know what from Scarface. I, sadly, have never seen Scarface. Oh. Spoiler alert. Well, yes, he is in Scarface, and I did recognize him from Scarface. But other than that, like, no, yeah, he's been in, like, a lot of movies... He's a lot of movies in the 80s, but nothing worth, like... Nothing noteworthy, at least. Yeah. Nothing noteworthy. Nothing being like, holy shit, you know, like, this fucking guy, he... I don't know, they're trying to make him to be, like, this, like, a side hero yeah. type of guy. Well, did you watch the trailer for this? Like, yeah. there's a trailer where it's, like, starring, and they they drop his name, Stephen Bauer, and then, is it Richard Hurd or something like that? Richard Hurd. They drop those names, like, oh, you know who these guys are. And I have to laugh, because, like, if you look at it now, some of the most popular people probably weren't that popular then. It was all the skateboarding extras yeah. that are pro oh, yeah. skaters. Yeah. And, like, I know them now, and, you know. Yeah, and Richard Hurd, he's a character actor. He's in a ton of different movies, so, I mean... Well, his list is huge because he's a character actor. Right. He's been around for a really long time. So, it make, I mean, not to drop his name, sure, why not? Yeah. Maybe he was in a movie at the time, somewhat popular, people recognize his name. But the biggest name in the movie is Christian Slater, who, coming off the heels of, really, Heathers... I wouldn't say much more other than Heathers. So he's I mean, not like he was in, like, established. He had yet? been in some stuff. He was on like 
some episodes of Tales from the Dark Side. He was in The Legend of Billie Jean. He was on Ryan's Hope, which I feel like is like some sort of soap that was on at the time. I feel like that was a band, too. It was a band from, like, Manuka. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, which is funny. <laughs> Maybe their one of their moms was really big on Ryan's <laughs> yeah. Hope. Uh, yeah, so not much. Heathers was, like, really the big movie yeah. he was coming off of. And... What else came out? The Wizard came out also in 1989. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Before, he wasn't really the star of Wizard. The Wizard, he's in it. He plays Fred Savage's brother, older brother, who's helping okay. to get their younger brother back. So so he's not really, like, the star of The Wizard. I really don't think he, like, had, like, a bigger movie. Uh, I mean, Gleaming in the Cube, I'm pretty sure wasn't a big movie. No, but this is technically his, like, it was, coming out. It was like, probably, hey, this is my starring role. Heathers. Well, okay. Him yeah. and Ryder, but like, the two main people. I'm saying that. Well, okay, you're totally right. I'm saying that though because all the supporting actors are nobody. Well, yeah, he's the so only this person. This is like his like this. He's is the like, only person. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Until like Young Guns Two and Robin Hood. Even both those movies though, he's not the main yeah. person. I don't think he played like the main person again until Cuffs or True Romance. Wow. Those. So it was not like a three or four years. Before he played like I don't a even leading, think Christian Slater's the main person in Christian Slater's life. That's sad. <laughs> that was harsh. That was harsh. <laughs> a, li- a little harsh. I got some love for Christian Slater though. But um, yeah, Gleaming the Cube. It's it's it is what it is. So let's set the scene. Let's set the scene with. A slow... Let me give a, let me give a go on quick plot synopsis here. Okay. Brian Kelly, who's Christian Slater, his adopted brother is killed. When he's when he discovers that the shop he works for sends in weapons to Vietnam instead of medications, already weird. Did, was no. that like how clear was that for you right off the bat? Not clear Not at very. all. Not very. I didn't because because you don't know what he stumbles upon. No, and you don't know why these guys don't like that he stumbled upon this. And when Christian Slater goes to just, like, figure out what's going on, the guy first initially says drugs. Yeah. So you're like, oh. So I thought they were drug smugglers. Which is a little bit of a swerve on the movie's part, because you're... Unless, unless we're being told it's clear-cut, hey, it's guns, there is that part where he's like, can you... You know, he goes to some pool hall, blah, 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 all drugs, to get it, like, translated and all that, and he says it's drugs, but it's, it's, it's your common drugs, like... Alcohol, medications. Co- yeah, it's all yeah, medications. Yeah. So, yeah, it was really bizarre. But, but, yeah, totally not clear-cut at all. Like, what? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. There's a lot of going on with the place that he works at, too. I have a lot of questions there. <laughs> we will get to that because that, that by itself is a, a whole thing. But the opening is pretty sweet tunes going on. There's Glimmy oh, the yeah. Cube song by James House. It's, it's pretty sweet 80s. I know, it's just very 80s. It's nice... It's a nice slow pan down onto... That's a statue of John Wayne, right? Yeah. 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 Because it's John Wayne Airport yeah. that they're at. And there's just, like, single-engine planes kind of bustling about on the runway. And then, boom! Just skateboard action right away. Yeah, so these this group of kids are just able to skate on yeah. this tarmac at the airport. No big deal. You know, planes going by, <laughs> no big deal. Just, I was just instantly, like... Why is nobody getting arrested? <laughs> Why does no one care? Right. Nobody cares. Well, they're friends with that pilot, and he's like... Okay, yeah. yes, they're friends <laughs> with one pilot, which means, I guess, you can skateboard and cause danger 
Yeah. Accidents, many accidents could have happened just throughout this sequence. Ollieing over piles of wood, laying about, and just practicing your skate tricks. And as you mentioned, they're friends with this pilot who is clearly older than they are. Wait, yeah. They are, they're supposed to be in high school. Um, I don't know how old Christian Slater would have been. He would have been 20. He might have been, yeah, he's probably around the acting age, but this guy's looking to be in Oh, yeah, this guy's much older than them, so how, it's like a weird Marty Doc Brown situation, but just, this guy's just a pilot. They're super familiar with him, though, like, when they talk to him. Oh, totally. They're up in the air. And he's like, I can only fly one of you guys around. He ends up flying all of them yeah. around. But this is literally what the guy does. The guy flies them around so they can look for pools to skate in. That's right. This is this man works at this... I don't know what he does, honestly. Yeah. he. I guess he's just... Because they, they had private planes, too. We so never maybe, see him again he, later, either. <laughs> never. Never. This guy could have helped, honestly, yeah. with his plane some sort of Come other aspect. Later. In this movie, we never see this guy again. You're not given a name, but he, I assume he owns a private plane, small plane that yeah. they fly in. And they all Slater and his friends fucked up the inside of his plane with skate stickers everywhere. Yeah. It's like hey, they got uh, immediately. You don't recognize Tony Hawk immediately because they have helmets on. Yeah, nobody's face is really shown distinctly right, right in the beginning. Right, right. So, but you see him slap the Tony Hawk sticker on yep. the Bones Brigade sticker. Yep. 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 Then, yes, Tony Hawk plays one of his friends. Says, there's my Pizza Hut. That's Tony Hawk's debut line. Okay. I think. So when he said, there's my Pizza Hut, I was like, that's a weird thing to say. <laughs> right? Because... Like, it's not, why would you yeah. just say like what is that like you're like you're just your local <laughs> neighborhood local. Pizza Hut? Yeah. So like, there's my Pizza Hut I go to. But he just says, there's my Pizza Hut. Later on, you find yeah. out he's a delivery See, boy for Pizza Hut. <laughs> Huge. I'm sure Pizza Hut put a lot of money into this movie. Pizza Hut and the L.A. Rams, the two biggest yeah. sponsors they of this really movie. They were really pushing it. Possibly also Coca-Cola, but not so much. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. definitely Pizza Hut was like, how much money can we give this movie? Because we want skateboarders to come work at our yeah. pizza places. There was I that. R- they had a. Tony Hawk had a pretty rad little like. S10 like truck. You know what though? I remember that being a thing. That yeah, I think Kate was saying that too. She's like, like I I remember Pizza Hut's having red trucks with like a little fake roof on top. Little yeah. They obviously just turned to hey, let's slap your own thing on your own car. Right. We're not paying for cars anymore. Right. Which is probably a much better model for them money wise. What's funny though about Tony Hawk playing a pizza boy is that in the skateboard movie Destroying America. It's it was like a, a what was the company? It was like a skateboard company that made videos. Hookups. Hookups. Yeah. Yes. So it was hookups that made Destroying America. And in it, Tony Hawk plays a pizza guy. Which had to have been a nod towards that, right? I have yeah. to assume. Yeah. He put there's a whole sequence with him skating down his hill, delivering a pizza with a forty in his hand. And you know what else? I th- and I thought this was what you were gonna say. Was there not a skate trick that you could do in the video game, the Tony Hawk video game? Called the Pizza Boy or something like that? Where yeah. You spin yeah, where you spun the board, yeah, board. Yeah. in your hand. So it must have also been a so nod to Gloomy Gloomy the Cube. But, I, yeah, first thing I thought of was, like, hey, he was a pizza guy in yeah. Destroying America, which is an awesome skateboard movie. It actually has somewhat of a plot to it, yeah. which is weird really for random. skate movies. 
It's Eric Estrada's in it. Yeah. A number of other people. It's like, I wouldn't say of the vein of the CKY movies, but... You know what? They're in it. Bam and all of them are in it. And it might have been predating the first CKY video. Yeah, I wonder. Because I I had Destroying America on VHS. So did I. And I watched it religiously. The music... The soundtrack for it was Cher. I remember Cher in it. Umbop was in it. Yep. They destroy a outdoor Top, cafe with their tacos. van. Yeah. Yeah. They have the opening is a Rob Zombie song. Yeah. 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 Super yeah. Beast, I think. Yep. 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 And uh, good call. Good yeah. Call. There's a lot of good songs on that. Easy E, Eight Ball is on that yep. soundtrack. There's a lot of really good songs in that. But anyways, we're getting way off track with... Uh, they find the best pool. Well, yeah, before like, that, though, one thing that I really loved was talking about bands and stuff. The one kid was wearing a Suicidal Tendencies yeah, hat. The, and it was a classic up. with the Suicidal Tendencies on the bottom yep, bill, yep. which they still sell those hats. And uh, that's like I was like, I was like oh, fuck great. yeah, Suicidal Tendencies yeah. all the way. So, yeah, they find this pool... And how they get there from yeah. the plane. I always thought that, too. It's like, did they just land in a field nearby? And or? you're mentioning before, earlier today, about how, like, oh, Yabo, like, you didn't know the character's <laughs> name. Literally, Tony Hawk's character's name is Buddy. Nice. So, like, nice. It's very easy to distinguish. Oh, that's, totally. the, that's how I distinguish all of his friends. I'm just saying his buddies. And his name was fucking Buddy. The wow. One, the other characters' names were Sam and Gremick. Was Sam Tommy Guerrero? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. So, and then the other character was Gremick. They're all pretty much like of, like, if you know the old company, Paul Peralta, like, they're all pretty much skaters from that team yeah. at that time. It's like Lance Mountain. I think Mike Vallely's in there at one point. But yeah, I think, I can't remember. Christian Slater's doubles vary. I think it's Hawk maybe sometimes, but I think um, it's also Mike McGill and clearly it's when they do the freestyle, There was a double for Tony Hawk at one point when he's driving the truck. Yeah. They needed more people to be skating. <laughs> right. So they had a double for Tony Hawk to <laughs> drive the truck. So he actually went and skate. Actually, he got hurt and he still has a scar oh, wow. from that from That's gleaming awesome. the cube. Wow! So he has his own gleaming scar. Yeah. So I I don't know how they got from the airport. Yeah. I'm assuming they skated, but it it felt like more time. Maybe it might have been dark by the time yeah, they, they got landed. back to the airport, <laughs> yeah, landed, yeah. skated map, back. Like, wait, because how they had to remember where this yeah. pool was. They had to like map it out. It wasn't, yeah. You know, it's not like, just remember all the well, the pizza hut was here, so the right. pool's here. Something like if they can drop a pin on Google Maps. Yeah. So they go to the pool. They're skating it. The one dude gets hurt. Leaves an awesome blood stain on. Yeah. The, the cops show up. The owners also come home yeah. that, that own the house. He is pissed. He's super pissed. Can I sue them? Yeah. He goes, the, one, the one cop goes, who are these people? And he goes, my neighbors, they think it's some sort of block party or something. Wow. Yeah. It was like, and he was like, he started going off about like, what do they want me to serve like sausages and stuff? It was like some sort of weird little rant he went on. And I dare say a lot of that was like. ADR, like it, you, it just was so much dialogue. Like, but, and it was, but also the thing about his neighbors, the reason that he wrote down that quote was because why would his neighbors be in his backyard? Yeah, and if that was his neighbor, they, why would they fucking fly a plane around? You know what I'm saying? No, like, no, no, that wasn't their neighbors. That's not what he was talking he say, about. What's he saying? He then? goes, "Who are all these people? The cop or the guy?" The cop says that because right. there's all these oh, people okay. oh. standing around, and he's Pardon like, me. "He's like, I think they think it's some sort of block party right. or something. They want me to serve right. up sausages." I, I was misled. And I was like, 
why are they in his backyard? Yeah. If it was out in the front, something going yeah, on, I, I could see it. you coming out of your house and see what's going on. Cops are here. You must have left the gate open, I guess. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, he's like, get out of here, get out yeah, of here. Yeah. And it's like, why are these people even back here in the first place? I thought that was so weird. And apparently the scape, this group of the, the skateboard, the gleaming gang, yeah. <laughs> um, they, they know the police. Yeah, from other like encounters fine, I guess. of the like, police. I guess we're to assume. That but he's just like, get out of here. Maybe like, it's one of those things where they're like underage. And they're just like, ah, whatever, get out of here. You and before before they even mention that he's in high school, I could question how old is Christian Slater supposed to be yeah. here? Because I really couldn't judge. I couldn't judge if he was supposed to be like 20, 21 about how old he yeah, would have been. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't go past a movie. 30, but yeah, it still was not defined. Yeah, I was just like, he's. Is he is a teenager or is he not a teenager? I wasn't really sure. Because I didn't know if his character was going to be like, oh, he graduated high school and he's done nothing with his life yeah. except for skateboard for the past couple of years after high school. Right. Kind of thought that's where the character was going, but no, he's in high school. Yeah, in Same with his adopted brother, who's Vietnamese. Vin. He, right? Vinny, Vin, they called him a Vin couple Kelly, different. It was yeah. a V-I-N-H. Right. I believe that's how they spelled his yeah. name. Yeah, And, which at first, they never, I didn't catch Christian Slater's name being Brian. Yeah. And I also didn't catch Vin until Vin goes to his work and the one guy, one guy goes, Hey, Kelly. Ha! Your last name is Kelly. Yeah. Like a ghost name. Can you believe that? So I thought his first name was Kelly yeah. until he died. What? <laughs> yeah. I think I remember being, the first time I watched this, I think I remember being misled like that as well. Yeah, because I was like, why was it funny like a girl's name? That's just his last name. That guy was just out to get Vin. Well, yeah. Bobby Nguyen. Bobby Nguyen, yeah. Yeah. Which every time I kept seeing his name, I kept thinking of Bojack Horseman. The one character's last name is Nguyen. Oh, nice. And Bojack has a really hard time saying it at first. He keeps going, Nguyen. When I was little, because I've read that name before because there was some other pro skaters that had that last name. And I remember having a really hard time with that as well. I also thought the dad... Was from Bill and Ted. Well, I thought it was Ted's dad. Oh, I could see those. But it wasn't. I was. Uh, I was off. I, but I, at first, I was totally like, "Holy shit! That's the dad." It's weird that he was in this like other movie that's like a skater type of stoner right. movie. But no, it wasn't. He's the guy's been in a ton of stuff though. He he's oddly enough in True Romance, which I thought was kind of funny. I love then to be another Christian Slater movie. I love too. So like the wrap up of the whole like. Guy gets hurt in the bowl scene is like, he's like, you're in a lot of trouble, kid. And he's just yelling at him. Basically, it just ends with the skater that got hurt being like, I was just having fun, okay? And that, that's okay. Yep, that's it. It's carted away on a stretcher. Yep. The friends, the cop's like, all right, get out of here. Let's go. Yeah. The, the cop drops them off. That's right. At their houses. Yeah, that's right. Because isn't it like they're they're coming home to Brian's house and somebody's like, uh-oh, or something like well, that. Well, because the dad pulls up, too, yeah, at the same yeah, time. Okay. So, and this is when you meet his brother, uh, Vin. I loved his laptop. Yeah. Or whatever oh. he was on. It it was very oh, unique. It's so good. It was, I, I, I wonder what kind of laptop that was, yeah. honestly. And it's funny, look even here in the notes, Kelly, Asian brother. <laughs> and I okay, so he's like clearly smarter than Brian. Yeah. He's like really into like Math and like chess, very Which is a subtle stereoty- racist, nah, stereotypical, yeah, but yeah, of, of an Asian kid. But where he worked, 
Yeah. And I didn't, wasn't able to confirm this until <laughs> way later in the movie when somebody calls the store that he worked at. But it was, in fact, a Vietnamese-ran video store. I wonder if it was just Vietnamese videos? My huge issue with this video store <laughs> is when you looked on the walls of the video store. Oh, I didn't notice. Okay, there were never there was never real movies. Because like a lot of video stores would always have the boxes facing out. Yeah, yeah. So even if you had the boxes facing sideways, weird enough, you'd only be able to see the titles. Yeah. No, this was like legit, like Kodak tapes. Oh wow! Like your Sony Kodak, whatever VHS tapes. So you're just with writing on them. There was writing on every tape. Wow! So were they selling like bootlegs? <laughs> or were not even selling because it was clearly a rental store because right. they showed somebody returning tapes at one point. Right. And they even said like whatever blah blah, blah rental. Oh, yeah. Or video store, I think he said. But, like, still, it was a weird, like, Vietnamese yeah. ran, like, possibly, like, possibly not. Well, we come to find out. Or they're, <laughs> or they're renting out, like, just home movies or something. Yeah. I really didn't understand. Obviously, there was, it was a front for something else. Yeah, yeah. But they still had to run that front. But why? Video- but like certain fronts, they in movies, they're not necessarily running. It's just, like, there. They were clearly running this store. Totally. They let... Outside children, or not children, but teenagers work there. Yeah, yeah. Her family. Finn and, yeah. Her, the... The daughter. Well, the daughter of the guy who owned it, she worked there. Makes sense, though. Like, makes it look, like, less shady that you're hiring yeah. like, oh, this person. Ran. And then the Bobby dude, he worked there, but he was in on shit. Yeah, he was in on the but shady Like, letting, like, this shit. stranger work there yeah. is probably not a good idea for your... That was their biggest... Food. Bolsa Video's biggest problem was hiring. They shouldn't have not have hired outside. They should have kept it within the family. And seek, but the thing is, though, his job wasn't even. Ah, this is why I got really frustrated. His job wasn't even for the video store part. His job was for, oh, the, for the Vietnamese VACRF, yeah. the Vietnamese Anti-Communist Relief Fund. Yeah. So he already knew that it wasn't just a video store because he, when he would talk about work, he'd be like, "I don't want to talk about it. You wouldn't right, understand." You wouldn't understand. But I mean. He, it's not like the VARCF or whatever. Like, that wasn't... That was good. That wasn't, like, shady it was shit. Like, it turned out to be shady shit, but... Well, what was it in the first place? Like, like by 89, was there... I, I guess I don't know my history enough about Vietnam and, and communism. Yeah. Like, in 89, was, like, were, were communists trying to take over Vietnam? Maybe I should have looked that up. Yeah. Because, obviously, this is years after the Vietnam War. Right, right. Though they kept bringing up the war. Yes. But this guy was trying to start a new war. I didn't oh understand God. that part. Both I didn't understand video. why the guns were happening. Because <laughs> were they... Try, who were they... Like, obviously, like, in a country like Vietnam, yes, they're fighting at certain times. Maybe even still now they have some issues with that. Yeah. But, well, who was he supplying these gun to, guns so to in mass quantities? Right. And... What war was he trying to hit? It seemed like he was trying to start one. What the hell? Bolsa Video, man. What was it called? Bolsa? Bolsa Video. B-O-L-S-A. I never wrote that down. Bolsa Video had their fingers in a When Vin is doing his work at Bolsa Video, he figures out something fishy is going on with this WMS... Uh, I didn't write down what that was stood for. It was the Western Medical Supplies, something like that? Yeah, they were like a shipping company yeah. for medical supplies. Apparently, the guy who ran it, Mr. Lawndale, clearly a piece of shit. Yeah. But 
I love how after this, there's like this whole thing about the parents being mad about the skateboarding, Vin also being mad about the skateboarding, like, when are you going to grow up? Yeah. Then the mom comes home with fucking skate pads. And this is where I wrote, did, did Christian Slater forget how to hold things briefly in his life? Because she hands him these pads, and it's just, I mean, I'm guessing altogether it's four pads and a helmet, and he's like jostling them in his hands and like, oh, he's like, starts talking like softer and funny, like, huh. Thanks a lot. He mentions a few times while making the movie in the inter- the discussion with Tony Hawk about how, like, he thought things were, like, stupid. Oh, really? So, like, in certain scenes, like, you could see him not giving two shits. Yeah. And one of them is, like, has to do with the pads. Like, I don't wear pads for most of the movie. Right, and then also... But, but at the end, during the big yeah. action sequence, wouldn't it have been cooler for me to not wear pads? Because right? that was... Yeah. And so, like, there's a scene where he's, like, or the gang's all there, and he's like, hey, guys, like, thanks for helping. Right. And, but when he goes, like, hey, he gives, like, a shitty, like, I don't give a fuck face. Yeah. And because he was doing it, but he didn't realize who, that they were going to be there. Right. He didn't really understand why he was doing, they didn't tell him why he was doing that. Yeah. It was a really weird. Is this, okay, so we're around the area where, like, okay, mom gets some pads. Yes, mom gets some pads, and... Vin is at home after yes. figuring out all the shit. Are we going to touch on the same thing? I hope. He... This is literally a quote from the fucking movie. Okay. And I cannot believe that this was said. He said, Christian Slater, Brian Kelly, says, It's ridiculous to think about anything will exist in 30 years. Yeah. How is it a fucking... <laughs> Why? Like, even it's... It, like, okay, you're... And what did he you mean? You're like... 16 to 17... 16 to 18 years old... In the in 1989, I don't. There wasn't really any sort of like com, the wall no. came down by that time. Right. You know what I mean? It's like there's not like there's like. I mean, we're getting into Desert Storm soon. A few years yeah. after that, but there's really no, there was really no like big time like nuclear Hitler threat. Maybe he's where, like in 30 sorry. years from now, this world's gonna be nothing. <laughs> we're all gonna be yeah. dead. Like, what a weird thing to Maybe say. Maybe he just knows who he is, and he's just punk rock lifestyle, and he just is figuring, I'm probably going to die in a gutter or something like that. No, but what well, I... Well, he says, will anything exist? Yeah, that's true. God. So it's re- he says, it's ridiculous to think that anything will exist in 30 years. It's, that's, an ins- that's an insane thought to have. <laughs> yeah. What I wanted to touch on, though, I believe this is the scene where Brian gets his pads, comes into the room, and Vin... Is just enjoying the fuck out of a like oh, red yeah, cigarette. cigarette. Like, oh yeah. He's like, since when do you start smoking? Yeah, he's just enjoying like the face. And he's chain just... smoking like a motherfucker because yeah, he puts it out. He puts it's it so out. Shit. He puts it out. Immediately lights up another yeah, one because he's like, oh, it's just Brian. Yeah. yeah, Brian. Oh, Brian has this fucking mega sandwich too that he made. Takes one bite and then fucks off the rest of the time. I'm like, oh my god, who makes such a huge sandwich? Takes one bite and then like, meh, whatever, I'm going to talk to my brother. Maybe he might eat more. I hope to god he saved it because it looked good. What's funny is, Vince has these suspicions. He really doesn't make them too clear to Brian. Yeah. He just says like things are troubling at work. And so, Why? I mean, obviously it's a movie, so like, blah, you're nitpicking here. Yeah. But why would a teenager go investigate this? Yeah, that's what I asked like, myself why in a his million head times. Was he like, 
He would maybe he would. My only thought was he was that concerned about the Vietnamese communist relief, relief. thing, like as to like what's going on, what's yeah. wrong, like the weight discrepancies here, and it was all just like a like a suspicion on weight discrepancies. Yeah, he could have been that naive where he was like worried about oh well maybe they're not getting enough supplies or maybe we're because he says I think we're getting ripped off. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, he's like so. We're getting ripped off, so I better go investigate this and yeah. break into this warehouse. Well, I'm and figure sure shit out. Regretted that. Yeah, the owner just ha- just has a well, just has a gun on him. Yeah, shows up because he goes, "Police, no owner." <laughs> That's literally the line. Wow. He catches. I'm still writing down Kelly. Right. In my notes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. which it works for last in. name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it immediately cuts from catching him in the warehouse to. Fucking torturing him. <laughs> it cuts. I'll tell you what it cuts to: warehouse to a sink with a towel being wet down. It's like a rung, runged up towel. Like, yeah. I thought some time. waterboarding was gonna yeah. start going on. I didn't on. know. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, this is waterboarding. We need to go back really quick, though. Really quick. We're still in their house. Vin and Brian are hanging out talking. He gives the adults are predictable like speech. Oh, blah, adults blah, blah, blah. suck. Yeah, blah, hey, blah. you just don't trust adults, do you? So he's he's Brian slowly tuning out Vin, puts on the old headphones to listen to a song. Maybe we can confirm this is a real song. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it's not a real song, but if you pay close enough attention, the song he's listening to, it's like some classic like 80s hardcore punky like guitar riff but then it's like the verse literally goes well skating down the street and I ran into a pop bottle and and it just goes on like talk singing for a long time and I'm like it could have been suicidal it could have been and I'm um, gonna give it that institutionalized I can't remember I don't remember all the words that except for uh, I just wanted a Pepsi yeah you know what in the beginning in the beginning of the song I kind of thought it was institutionalized, sure. and then I barely heard somebody talking, and so then I just was well, like, uh, I've, I've, I've always remember that line, like, oh, right into a pop bottle, and like, it just sounded so ridiculous, and I mean, it could be suicidal tendencies, that's fine, whatever, Either, neither here nor there, but that was great. My, my other note is, how is Christian Slater not... Jack Nicholson's illegitimate son. Oh, oh, I mean, isn't that always the thing? I Wasn't mean, it always the joke, and even in the early '90s, like how much yeah, Christian Slater sounds like Jack Nicholson. I mean, he's either I'm ripping sure, him off, or I'm pretty sure even on SNL when he like Christian yeah. Slater hosted back in the day, they had him like play yeah. Jack Nicholson. I think. I mean, it's it's uncanny. I, I mean, maybe I'm stating the obvious, but he was extra Jack in this. Like, he's, yeah, adults are predictable, and like, so, ah, like, <laughs> oh, he just was. Yeah, but this was like C slate at his pure, because yeah. he was like peak, like badass, like punk, like I don't give a damn, like. But like, did I don't, did anybody see this movie? <sighs> That's my question. Did anybody see this? Did it even come out in theaters? There's not even a box office toll wow. for this movie. Could have been a straight to video. Did they do straight to video that long ago? Oh yeah, nice. Like mid '80s, they were doing straight to video. Like the video market was huge. That's why companies like your Tromas and stuff like oh, that. That's yeah. how they got popular. Was your straight to video bullshit that the people would just go to the video store and just be like, "Oh, look at the film only received a moderate release in the United States wow. in 469 theaters." Although the film had relatively low box office turnout. It garnered significant cult following after its theatrical release, basically through cable replays. 
on USA. I mean, and then VHS. It, so it, it got popular for from rental stores and totally. cable. And really, I mean, if you're okay, if you grew up like I don't know what time period. I mean, eighties and on. But like, I mean, I don't think any young kid now is gonna hurt hear I've heard of Gleaming the Cube. But like, for me, I don't know how I heard about this movie through like one way or another. But I was, you know, twelve, thirteen, fourteen getting into skateboarding and stuff and like this movie even propelled my love more even though it's a shitty movie i'm like Mm -hmm. oh my god this is full of awesome skaters and so i mean i think it's a cult hit in some groups and ages like i said i don't know i i would love to know like i would love to go to a skate park now and be like has anybody ever heard of gleaming the cube i think it's gonna be few and far between now but yeah which is funny also that I didn't realize that that was him, obviously, much, much younger. Is Christian Jacobs plays the one friend, Gremick. Oh, and that's really? he's the lead singer of the Aquabats. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. I was what? just like, when I saw Christian Jacobs, I was like, I wonder if it's that Christian Jacobs. And I looked it up and I was like, holy shit, yeah. It's, that is yeah. awesome. Yeah, he also co created Yo Gabba Gabba. Right. Oh. So that's a weird. Uh, Thing. But it's funny that you say, what does Gleaming the Cube mean? And there was even a DVD, on the DVD there's an Easter egg um, by highlighting the skateboard on the main menu, which v- viewers can watch a short feature entitled, What Does Gleaming the Cube Mean? Wow. So it's means... It definitely doesn't mean the literal... What did, what did you say the literal, like, meaning of it is? Is like... Just, like, trying to reach the limit, like, to yeah. push your limit to the edge. And they say on the wiki page here it says that's what the character says it means, but that's not. There's no, one friend he puts. I have it written down yeah. somewhere, but it's definitely not. No, what the uh, what the character so, says it means. We have Brian or not Brian Vin uh, Vin Hotel. He dies. Totally dies. He dies by from being strangled by a the wet hand towel. of Bobby Nguyen. Yeah, which. You but know, they killed him on accident. Yeah, it wasn't insane. Accident. But you know what? Let's go back. Bobby had it out for this guy. He, he I don't know why. Vin was a nice enough guy. Whatever, but he, you the bo- say accident. And then this, Bobby is, this is when you like, find out that it's not just this Mr. Longdale guy who owns WMS. The uh, Colonel, yeah, what's his whatever. name? Whatever. The know. owner of Bolsa Video. Yeah, Colonel shows Track. Up with his LA Rams gear. Colonel Track. He, yeah, in his L.A. Rams gear, he's in on it. Yeah. he He's the one that finds out Vin is dead. He's obviously upset that Vin is dead. He's yeah. not yeah. glad that it was taken care of I don't of think anybody's stoked on the death because they're like, oh, no. fuck, it was an accident. But yeah. Even Bobby's like, I, yeah. I had this done to me before yeah. and I'm still alive. Yeah. yeah. Okay, weird. Yeah. <laughs> I've had this done to me before. Well, by yourself? <laughs> Wear your pants off? And then they just leave the body in the hotel room. At first, obviously, they had tied him up to make it look like a, he hung himself. Right. At first, I thought they were just going to leave the body, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. The maid walks in the next day and delivers a performance of a lifetime, in my opinion. She, but before this uh, a performance, she walks in, opens this the window, right. the, oh, the, the, the curtain throws the shades, yeah. yeah, opens the curtains, stares at a train going by for 30 <laughs> seconds. What the fuck is this lady's deal? Oh, train. Hmm. Okay, what... Why would hey, she's amazed? She's, she's killing time. She's distracted, yeah. like just by like a train going by. <laughs> I thought that was well, absolutely hilarious. Her world's about to get rocked after that train. She delivers 
the best blood-curdling scream ever. I mean, she might be one of the best actors in this movie, and she's only got about ten seconds of screen. Yeah. Time. The obviously the cops show up. Same cop from Stephen before. Bauer. Same yep. cop from before. The owner of the hotel is going off about like, oh, it's just some Chinese kid. The cop says, what was the cop named Lucero? Yeah. He Lucero, said, but they always say Lucero. Yeah, they I always call him Lucero. Yeah. Go on. And he's like. Uh, Vietnamese and the hotel owner goes they all look the same to me so if you're counting along at home that's probably like the second or third racist little nod. oh yeah oh yeah which and there's then more to come when the when the dad comes to tell Brian yeah Brian's at school okay he wants to tell Brian that uh, Vin dies the principal stands there and watches yeah creepy and they keep cutting back to him with yeah. like this creepy smirk on his face yeah, like, I was like I was like alright take the kid out like understandable yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. oh your dad's here to see you he's got some um, right whatever you just go inside just go back in cause you know what the news is about this to isn't Ferris Bueller's day off yeah. where you gotta watch the kid yeah. like his you know some sort of fake bullshit going on and I love when he hears the news he goes and half pipes his pain away. Yep. Skate the pain away. Yeah. And then from there, skates to the funeral late. Shows up late. Late. Skates to the funeral wearing his uh, fucking a blazer just to be nice, I guess. And he, But I did notice his friends were dressed nice. That's right. Like four legit Yeah, they, were, they beat him. To the, they were there before him, right? Yeah, well, this whole thing was like... I can't. I'm so depressed. I, think, I can't show up. Yeah, but but I do show yeah, up. Yeah, and it was like this subtle. Like I'm gonna make a fucking impact at this funeral because goddamn it, Vin, you were always one ahead of me. I'm gonna make it. No, I'm. Yeah, I'm I skied up and I put the now, fucking chess piece on the thing. Yeah, and then he left. He and walked I away. Soulful into the distance. Yeah. Does he go and skate the pain away again? No. Where no. With this? Immediately he starts looking into. He finds the yeah. note, the paper. Heads up to the. So old. he goes to try to get someone to translate it. Literally asking any Asian any, he sees. Yeah. Awesome. Not racist or weird. There. <laughs> Granted, apparently there's a huge Vietnamese community in San Diego. Yeah. Or not San Diego. They're in L.A. Right. Yeah. What is it? It's called like Today Plaza or something like that. I paid. Pretty close yeah. attention this time around, but so like, like he ends little... up going to a Vietnamese pool yeah. hall. Yep, which is a thing, which is awesome. I guess it's a because, thing. Yeah, and that's when you find out it's a drug. A par- this is when you think well, it's a drug yeah, note. I wrote misled. down drug note. Yeah, yeah. Now and, that he's being misled, some the, well, yeah, he, somebody random tells him the translation right. before Bobby Duane shows up. He's not on purposely being led, but I think, like I said earlier, that's like a little bit of a swerve. Maybe, maybe not. I think it's just a shitty, poorly written movie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're also introduced to well, and it's his only screen time, but it's fucking awesome. Guy in like the flannel with the sunglasses. And he just is like super standing erect, and like he's he's in the pool hall. Then he goes to take a shot. He's only got one hand. Did you catch that? No. He's only got one hand. It's great. And he's like using the like little nub for like the guide. It's holy awesome. shit. I did yeah. not fucking. Yep. I didn't catch that. One-handed badass pool player. And uh, you know Brian gets followed by Bobby Nguyen, which he sneaks in Bobby's car. Yeah, Brian's like going around. And then Bobby Nguyen on his way to meet up with the other bad guys. Oh, because. Wait a minute, because at the pool hall, Bobby Nguyen's one of the guys that he asks yeah. to translate it. Like, he's talking to a couple other guys, and then Bobby comes up and, like, sees I think the paper, that's sees the first the time we get, like, the yeah. Bobby sniffing on the trail. Yeah. So, when he's in the car, when he's hiding in Bobby Nguyen's car, 
There's like Vietnamese doo-wop covers. Playing. It's nowhere to run. Yeah. By is it the Terrell Tammy? I don't know. Either way, but, but it's yeah, like Bob, Vietnamese doo-wop. Yeah, it's so good. And then Bobby Nguyen, instead of because he's he already knows what's going on, he demands money. Yeah. He does. He he goes to a payphone and says, "Just meet me there." Yeah. Whatever. Slater's in the back of the car. Meet me in the middle of Bufu. Yeah, somewhere. Um. He demands money for the information. He doesn't even really have much information other than that Christian Slater's character is asking yeah. about a note that literally just lists medical supplies. Nobody would take that note yeah. and read it and go, hey, fishy shit's going on. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, Only somebody who was involved I with mean, the company would know that who was Vin, and he's dead. I'm going to side with Mr. I think Mr. Lawndale says at one point, it's just some kid on a skateboard. Like, he's kind of right. Like, okay, yeah, it's not just some kid. It's fucking Brian Kelly, and he's, like, awesome sleuth man. But he, we don't know that, so, I mean. And he literally says to them, don't give me a jerk-off hand job when they won't give him the money. What the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? Don't give me a jerk-off hand job. Jerk-off hand job sounds like a good thing. <laughs> Why is that a bad thing? Did you want more? If he wants more, oh. then it's a bad thing. Like, you know, fuck me. Don't give me a jerk-off hand job. I mean, I think that's the most famous line. It's like the first... If you go on IMDb, it's like one of the first quote lines. Don't give me some jerk-off hand job. Also... Line of the century. The... Mr. Lawndale, the head guy in charge here, he sucks at accidental murder. Totally. Like, I Because this is another one, right? He didn't want to shoot him, but Bobby he did. Another grim death. Yeah, shoots Bobby Nguyen. In the head, I think. And they leave his body in the trunk of the car and just drive off. And, like, he gets shot and his his face goes to the window where Brian is in the backseat. And they clearly go back for the car because when Brian brings the cops there, the car is not there anymore. Brian takes him back to the scene. Then you get Mr. Stephen Bauer again being like, like, he always gives Brian shit. But he still listens to him and stuff. It's like, yeah. he's always like, I don't need any shit, man. And like flicks him in the ear and all this bullshit. Super, I think super ultimately, weird. I think that cop kind of wanted to have, se- have sex with Brian Kelly. I mean, just subtle because he's bit. always just like, I mean, he would I like you, but I don't so like So like all his like lady, Love, bikini hate. lady posters and his bachelor <laughs> pad. That was the best part. They were, they're just a front for his uh, super love for teenage yeah. boys. Just loves skater boys. So, yeah. And when Bobby Nguyen, or not Bobby Nguyen, he's dead. Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly. Goes, he goes to his house, Buddy's house, Yabo's house. Yep. What's with Yabo's basement bedroom that has a tunnel that leads okay, down to it? So but I was back. actually talking about this with Katie. So it, here, it could be two of one of There's two, two entrances to the bedroom. Yeah. Or workroom or whatever. whatever it is. Well, here's what I'm going to say it's either, I mean, it could be a bomb shelter. It had that, like, lid thingy, but I've always assumed it was a bomb shelter, like, when I was little and I watched it, but this time I watched it a little differently. I thought, you know what? It's right by a pool. It could be, like, where a filtration system would be. Now, granted, it would be a huge filtration system, but it was a big in-ground pool, and there's that, like, part of the little Yabo's, like, little lair where it's, like, rounded out, and, like, that's where they skate, like, on a half pipe. So, it is my opinion, it could be like a filtration system. But Either way, it be. it's like a rad little skate shack. And this is when Yabo explains what gleaning the cube is. He says, it's a place you skate when you let go. Yeah. 
gleam the cube, man. So I guess it, like reaching the limit, pushing it to the edge, can kind of go along with that a little bit. I, I don't know. This movie could have been named so many other things but Gleam the Cube. But they went with Gleam the Cube, whatever. That's cool for them. Kind of worked for them, not really. The movie was not even barely released. Right. So I, I really don't know. Uh, you know, Brian goes to visit Officer Lucero. Lucero. We mentioned this, how his bachelor pad had a bunch of... Now, was that Lucero's bachelor pad or was that Bobby Nguyen? See... I didn't understand exactly. That. I did because he, he liked to go look for Bobby Nguyen. Exactly, find some old Asian man. It's not Bobby Nguyen. Same name, not Bobby. Not the Bobby he's looking for. See, I was, look. I looked down. I was writing something down, and I look up, and then there's the cop. So I thought maybe it skipped to the next scene okay. at the cop's house. Could be inconclusive on this one, but mm-hmm. the best part is he's looking in Bobby Nguyen's like mail slot for like you know how apartments you got like little mail mm-hmm. slots, and there's totally a titty bag sitting there like waiting for Bobby Nguyen's pleasures, but uh. Yeah, and then uh, I like when, I like when he's Christian Slater half-ass pushed everything off the table. <laughs> and then Bauer's like, pick it up. He's like, no. And then he picks and it up. Picks but it up. the way he pushed it off was like such like shitty, just like half-ass, like, Bleh. I'm mad at you. It was, they were flirting. They were flirting. And then when Lucero's like, you need to get off this. This isn't your case. As if he's a real cop. Yeah. He's just a kid. Yeah. Like, you gotta get this. You're not involved with this. You're, no, you're just a kid, blah, blah, blah. He goes into a skate montage that is like almost similar to the dance montage Ren does totally. in when he goes into the barn. Right. Like, do totally. the, and, they, and they mock that in Hot Rod. Yep. It's like yep. a whole yep. same yep. dance sequence. They, it's like almost like dead. It's like, but with a skateboard. But with a skateboard. Yeah. yeah. He's skating the pain away, man. And after that, he's skating the pain away. More pain, grief, you know. Because that the. He goes to the graveyard yes. and he goes. I hate doing my own homework. What a piece of shit Brian is. Yeah. Like you're saying talking... Brian's a badass. I'm saying Brian's a piece of shit. Yeah. Well, he is. Ultimately. His complaint at his own adopted brother's grave is that he's upset that he's dead because he has to do his own homework. I mean, and he doesn't say it jokingly. No, it's not jokingly. I it's mean, I got it was jokingly. I totally understood. He's like, oh, I hate doing my own homework. You know, like, oh, it's like... You think about the little things sometimes in somebody's death, but like, yeah, kind of weird out of context. Like, and then he try he's trying to still get on this like case of figuring out what happened with his brother and that it wasn't a suicide because he believes he was killed. Yeah, he tries to befriend Tina, who his yeah, brother's yeah. girlfriend. Brother's girlfriend. He's denied Who's, it originally because his her dad hates white people. And her dad is the Yeah, her dad is guy, the Colonel Track who was involved in all of this bullshit. And I thought it was funny that her dad hated white people. Yeah. Like, so there's racism rampant everywhere. But then he's doing business with this white dude. Blondale, yeah. Yeah, I really didn't understand also, that. Where where was that cemetery? Did you notice this? It was like Terminator 2 type desolate, like there was just palm trees in the foreground, and it was just like nothing. Like, where is this <laughs> cemetery at? They just put up one grave uh, yeah. gravestone and, just to... And it was like... I also noticed this because I was like, whoa, maybe he has a huge middle name. If you notice, look at the grave. It says Vin. You can see Vin, Flowers, and then Kelly. So there's like maybe a four to six inch gap between the name... I don't know. I, I mean, wouldn't it? I mean, maybe I'm being, being really picky there, but I, I noticed that. I think you're like, being a little, yeah, yeah. little, little right, too picky right, there. Pump, pump the brakes on the grave. But the thing is, though, so, like, the girl's like, 
I don't like you because yeah, you're like this skater. Like she's not racist. She just, no, she yeah. just doesn't like him because he's like a skater, like punk. Her father. So like disapproves. this makes him change his entire lifestyle. Yeah. Kind of. He went from skater to straighter. But then to middle. Yeah, yeah. But by the end, he's like... He basically just takes out his earrings, cuts his hair, and puts on, like... He doesn't even cut his hair. No, that's true. He He just just slicks it back. He just styles it differently. Puts on some khakis and a little sweater, and then rides a bike instead of a skateboard. And we were with the random shower shots. Yes! Yes! Thank you. It was like... If I'm going to believe this is a 16-year-old boy... Yeah, yeah. Maybe not even because he doesn't drive. That's true. Well, no, Tony Hawk drives. Either way, I mean, they why did we have to see that? It was like it was not even more than five seconds of him. Just... And, and everyone's so shocked by his new look. The whole school's yeah. like, bah! his dad crashes the car. Yeah, that's how shocked he is. The kids at school, uh, I think Yabo or somebody's like Brian. Halloween's not this month, man. Yeah, something but he's doing all of this to impress his brother's, his dead brother's, dead brother's girlfriend. girlfriend. So he's essentially trying to she, bang well, his dead brother's girlfriend. But it is, it's still sea slate super sleuth. Like he's like trying to like get close and finish out this this mystery. But I love. There's two lines delivered by students at the school about his appearance. Uh, walks by some random guy and goes, "Yeah, rip it up." Like, okay, what does that mean about his appearance? <laughs> then, then there's an off-screen line of, and I'm going to do my best impression of it because it was a very, like, throaty, it goes, nice threads, Kelly. <laughs> it was awesome. Just awesome off-screen So dialogue. he, after this whole, he, Tina sees him again and is yep. kind of like, oh, look, he's like changed within a fucking day. Within a day. Like, she's, I hated this guy because he was a punk and he sucks yeah. at school and he's a loser. Blah, blah, blah. Change your clothes. All right. I love you. My legs are spread open. Yeah. Let's get this fucking going. Wow, she's pretty vain, man. <laughs> so his dad's watching old home movies, which is them throwing a yeah, frisbee. super awkward. And he's like... <laughs> frisbee. <laughs> he, Brian's, it's Brian, Vin, and the dad, and they're like tossing around a frisbee. Just not, not... He's like, I hate friends. Yeah. I don't even want to throw it. Not complying like, at all. Okay, I understand maybe football, baseball, you're a punk kid, you don't want to do it. Frisbees, they yeah. really like something you just can't hang just around. do. For all they know, you know, maybe it was like they got the, you know, record like the And then they, they mentioned that that they were kicked out of... He was kicked out of Disney World as a kid for... For pissing on, on Donald, Donald Duck. On Donald Duck, yes. Yes, I'm so glad we took the same note. And the thing is... I thought, honestly, if they're really trying to change this character, and they don't change the character, so it doesn't fucking matter that he went through this little change, that he gives up his skateboard for a BMX bike. So I thought the rest of the movie was going to be him on a BMX bike. Yeah, maybe. Which, honestly, would have made more fucking sense (laughs) for a chase scene with a car. (laughs) Yeah, but, you know, he got that super awesome skate deck from Yavo that I had issues with there, too. But he requests him to make. Yeah. He's just like, hey, I need these super awesome... he goes to a relief fundraiser in the park... Which is whatever. Which is just sword fighting or like... like there was little kids doing a demonstration or something. Yeah. I think that was just part of the fundraiser. This whole movie is drenched in like... Hey, but Mr. Lawndale's at Vietnamese the fundraiser. Stuff. Um, Brian puts kind of two and two together where she's like, Oh, that's my dad's boss. He works Mr. for... Mr. He works for... WMS? Something, or medical or supplies yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. He remembers WMS. Yep. Goes to the warehouse, and I was like, oh, this can't be good. Nothing happens. Yeah. I thought something was going to happen. Like, oh, nope. He just he checks sees, it out. He sees Lawndale. Oh, he and... opens up the crate with the yeah, guns. Yeah. 
But like, this is your first inclination that it's, it's guns, that and it's, it's gun still running. not even clear cut because it's like a like it's a, you see into the crate and it's dark and there's like flashlighty being shown on it, but it's still not like it probably took me a few times to figure out that was guns. Yeah. It was weird. It was just like, okay, it's gun running. That's not what I thought it was going yeah. on. Guns. I love, too, uh, when uh, Lawndale and uh, the colonel or whatever were being all chummy at that Vietnamese like fundraiser thing, and Lawndale goes, uh, it's surprising to see you this far from the bar. And it's like, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, and even and, and it's like, they haven't even alluded to that Colonel Track is an alcoholic yeah. and or they hang out at a bar ever <laughs> yeah. because we've never yeah. seen this. We know I understand fan, the though. joke and I understand yeah, how cheesy I mean, it yeah. is, yeah. but it's not like, oh, he's an alcoholic. So here's yeah. this joke on him drinking too much. No, it was just, yeah. it was weird. All we know and, is... And at this time, too, we've kind of skipped over a little bit that Tina and Brian are getting much friendlier. Oh, yeah. Friendlier with the wink. They do kiss. Yes, there is a kiss. And so, like, full on, literally how long do you think it's been since his brother has died? Mm, less than a week. <laughs> Maybe. Less than a fucking week. <laughs> less than and a this week. chick's already banging his... Uh, yeah. Well, not banging. Well, not bang, but... But, like... She sleeps, and then at one point, after she kisses him, sleeps in his, her dead, that's right. dead boyfriend's bed. Oh, man, that's weird. How fucked up is that? Very. Like, that's super fucked up. Yes. And then, like, I mean, he's Brian's initially doing it to snoop around the house to try to get yeah, some things. I mean, yeah. He's trying to plant things because he realizes what's oh, going on. Right. So he steals, like, the ram's the hat, the lighter. lighter. He's trying to, like, fr- get, Colonel. get Colonel Track and Mr. Lawndale against each other yeah. to kind of expose everything. Which, again, fucking, this kid's in high school, and he's coming off like a goddamn James Bond of this situation. Like, oh, I'm going to... Well, yeah, he goes back to the warehouse and makes a cocktail, multiple cocktail. A mobile Molotov cocktail. Yeah, out of his skateboard. Yeah. Fucking blows shit Which, up. Which, hey... Was he sure that the skateboard was going to get that wrecked? Because wouldn't they have, like, cops arrived to the scene of the arson and been like, oh, yeah. here's a fucking skateboard. Oh, yeah. it's probably that douche. He just took a gamble, I guess. Yeah. Well, the cop knows it's him. Oh, right, because Bauer comes back and he's like, yeah, I know it was you. I just can't pin it on you yet. Yeah, he's, like, super pissed about the explosion. It's super weird. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah that's, and then, like, after that is when Tina goes over and stays at Brian's, confesses that she likes him. They right. kiss. She sleeps in the fucking bed. Yeah. She ends up confronting her dad because Brian tells, gives her the whole spiel about what's going on. Do you think that Brian got a jerk-off handjob from her? <laughs> in Vin's bed. Maybe. Oh. All over, all over Vin's blankets. Oh. <laughs> Here you go, so. dead brother. <laughs> and, if, and and when he came, he went checkmate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> hey, wait, where are we? Where are we in line to when we hear one of the most racist lines? Are we ready to say that yet? Because it's okay. We're getting there, I think. Right? The the. The oh yeah that's coming up okay great because so like yeah the colonel's pissed about colonel's the, pissed. the Tina knows yeah he tells Lawndale about that that Brian knows Brian's on the scene and that yeah. Tina knows he goes what are you gonna kill my kill daughter kill my daughter right 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 and he goes no kill Brian so now this is the mission 
we're, we're, we're trying to kill, kidnap this kid. I don't know what they were going to do when they caught Brian because they already killed one kid, but that was an accident. So I don't know if they're going to kill him. But now the thing is, like, we're in the murder game. We killed, <laughs> killed two, two people. Two down. Two people are dead because of us. We're in the murder game now. Well just... Guns, running guns, and murder. <laughs> it's like they're slowly on their way to becoming like the Sons of Anarchy. Pretty much. Of, helping of the Vietnamese, of the Vietnamese video Vietnamese, rental community. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, I really don't know. So they send this like motorcycle gang to chase it after Brian. Brian's skitching behind it's a like a super, van. Super, super sweet, like epic chase scene that ends with Brian destroying a cop car by like ollieing up onto it. Yeah, yeah. And he, he falls off his skateboard. Which at first, when you, when you see him fall, I thought that it was an extra frame left in, and you're gonna see Brian land smoothly. Because <laughs> I was like, well, he just fell. I was literally getting ready to write it down, and then I was yeah. like, oh no. So the cops are <laughs> the cops are interrogating Brian yes. and the Vietnamese people. Yes. And when he's interrogating Brian, he says that he goes they the reason they were chasing you was because they say you called them fucking, fucking faggot slant-eyed gooks. What an insane thing. Like it's not really a racist thing. Well, it is obviously racist. Bigot. It's a very bigoted remark. But it's yeah. not really said in that way because the, he's just quoting. You know what I mean? It's not like the guy was like, oh, look, they're all Chinese, Vietnamese, they all look the same. That's like a character saying something shitty. This is them trying to say that he said something shitty. Yeah. So it's not as racist as it ultimately... Like, the statement is very bigoted and racist. Yes. But it doesn't come... It's not said in a very, like... But let's get like to the that. core of this. Somebody wrote that in a script and said, deliver this line. I'm going to go out on a limb and maybe say that somebody involved in this movie might be a Vietnam War vet. It's like, <laughs> I can't stand Possibly, possibly. Uh, yeah, so the, the cop lets Brian go because Brian gives him, like, the fucking lowdown. Because Brian's and... super double secret agent yes. at this point. But honestly, seeing the trailer for this movie, uh, I thought <laughs> that Brian... One was older than he is. I didn't know he was in high school. And I thought his brother... from the Based on the trailer, this is what I thought the movie was about. I'll tell you this. This, this is Shoot. this far down. I probably should have said this in the beginning. I thought the movie was about... Brian Kelly had a brother, an adopted Asian brother. They're mm. older. Mm-hmm. His brother is like some sort of secret agent who stumbles upon secrets, gets, gets killed. But his brother, who's just like a lowly cop... But also skateboards. Oh. So I thought he was like this, like rebel, like cop, wow. like rebel without a cause, like yeah, cop, yeah, like yeah. Mel Gibson style, like yeah. lethal up and like I don't give a fuck about your rules. I'm a skateboarder, yeah. punk cop, skater die, bro. But it's not really that at all. Nope. So like when you're saying like, oh, Brian's a badass, blah blah, figures out everything. Well, that's how I thought he was yeah. gonna figure out everything yeah. before I started watching the movie. Cause I thought he was a cop. So already. this was like a nice line for you though. You were following along. Perhaps really well, like oh yeah, duh, he's a cop. <laughs> no, I get totally fucking yeah. tricked and bamboozled about the whole thing. So Brian goes to his buddy Yabo for this badass fucking skateboard, which as a skateboarder or former skateboarder, I had problems with because it's like he needs it for speed and he needs it for like you know it's got to be the truck's got to be tight and but 
it looks like it's made out of, of like metal. A, yeah, I'm like, which would slow you down. Yeah, no shit. Like the top looks like this like aluminum metalish like gray. Look, the stairs like, at like a wrestling ring. Yes, thank you. Wow. <laughs> well, same page there. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> totally wrestling ring stairs like type. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and he gathers all of his buddies. Calls Tony Hawk, or A.K. Buddy. Yeah, and they all meet at the Pizza Hut, and still I don't know that Tony Hawk's character is a Pizza Hut driver. That's true. So I'm thinking, well, this is this another weird, why are they meeting at, there's the Pizza Hut they meet at. He says, when he calls Buddy, Hawk, Tony Hawk's like, you want me to deliver a pizza now? So there's our first inclination. Yeah, alright, I forgot about that. I mean, really our first inclination is, hey, there's my pizza, but still... If you're just looking at it for just what it is, it's a little, it's a little. So, rough. so it's so. In, this is insane. This is in, this insane. Is when, like already, really the movie's awesome. insane, and this is when it gets even more insane. So Brian gathers his buddies. Hmm. How did he? How, how did, did they, he know? Yeah. all this was gonna fall together like know? this. I mean, I guess he. They were waiting for him at the top of the hill. Somewhere. That car could have turned. Anywhere. Anywhere. There was no walkie-talkies or anything to communicate what was happening. So Brian just assumed... Obviously, this is a movie, so you can't really think of it like this. But that's what we do on this podcast. Oh, totally. We're overanalyzing a little bit because it's fucking funny to think about these things. I overanalyzed a gravestone, so keep going. But, I mean, it's not... We're not, like, shitting on it. We're just making it laugh at how funny it is to think about this kind of shit. So, Lawndale's at the house with, with Colonel Track... Figures out everything's going bad. The daughter walks in the room. He takes Tina hostage. Gonna shoot her. But Brian smashes through the window on his skateboard. Which, again, had more problems with because he, like, first he, like, goes down this makeshift hill, which I guess is just a part of the structure of their backyard. It's like a ramp roll-in. Ollie's over, like, a little bit of a gap where there's, like, a pool or something and then gets more speed Crashes through a plate window. Well, he had a metal skateboard. Well done. Yeah, before. that's what he. Okay, I get it now. So, yeah. but the thing is, why did he crash the window? It did nothing. Nothing. It caused a distraction for two seconds, and Tina didn't get shot, but her dad got shot. Yeah. So he killed him. So like, well, the dad. They didn't. He did die. Doesn't did the yeah, dad yeah. fucking dies? Oh my god. The mom comes in the room crying. Brian just laying there like the. The fucking Lawndale runs off with with Tina. Yeah. Steals of the fucking cop car because the cops show up. That's why he kidnaps her because the, because the cops show up. They're onto it. Uh, Lucero shows up with other police. Or no, he's just by himself, right? Or is he with another police officer? Who? Who's the Asian guy driving the car? Oh, that's the guy that... That's Vin's replacement that works in Pulse Video. Gotcha. I didn't know who the fuck that guy was. Yeah, he was pretty indescript and like not that important but so the block ends up I mean the group ends up blocking Lawndale right with the group of skaters which are more than just the friends from yeah. originally it's a whole group of skaters it's like every now. skater in San Diego and they're in Los Angeles oh okay I think you're thinking of San Diego for some reason I said San Diego before well that's what I was so I don't know why I thought about that but they're in LA because LA Rams LA Rams they're yeah. somewhere near LA yeah yeah yeah, yeah. not necessarily LA so the the this chase scene that ends up developing uh, is absurd, and this is when Tony Hawk's driving the pizza truck, right. and they're all riding in it. Lucero's with Slater. So then, um, yeah, Slater and Lucero in a car together, right? And Brian Kelly, 
The car, Brian starts skateboarding after things because Lucero's in like a traffic. Yeah. There's like stupid traffic jam. Like, door. Yeah. So and it, he's like, oh, there's a traffic jam. Nobody can back up. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Everyone's like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So he gets on skateboards. Lawndale cr- hits this guy in a Corvette. Right. This is one of the most insane parts of the whole movie. Yeah. Sideswipes this guy in a Corvette. The guy's like, what the hell? Yeah. And then... Brian goes, that wasn't a cop that just hit you. And he goes, yeah, "Yeah, no doubt. He's like, well, go get him. (laughs) So why would this random dude just listen to this kid? I mean. And just go. But they're in a traffic jam. Guys clearly got to go places. You don't just, in normal life, somebody sideswipes you. You don't chase after them. It's like you fucking deal with it. Maybe call the cops or whatever. Yeah, but take a look at that guy. That guy was pure testosterone. He was driving a Corvette. He was apparently, he's apparently like a famous stunt driver. Sweet. Buddy Joe Hooker makes a cameo as the start, at the start of the chase scenes freeway segment, the driver who... Whose Corvette gets sideswiped. Nice. So this guy joins the chase. Why? I don't fucking know. Because Slater's got pull, man. He's like, go get him, and I'm gonna sketch so, on the back. The bro. one of the and then the next insane thing is when he's sketching on the back of this car, going easily sixty-five. A fucking skateboard. He showed it at one hundred. I thought, right? Yeah. The skateboard would buckle under that. Oh, for the sure. skateboard would. You hit like would, a rock on that. The like, skateboard would teeter totter and fucking buckle, <laughs> yeah. and you'd fucking go. You'd be done. Oh, I you mean, would die. If you would inst- you would easily. Why not just get in the car? Yeah. Because he's a skater now. And then he skates under a truck going between 70 and 100 miles an hour. Skates under a truck to get into his friend's truck. Which I think I can confirm is a real stunt. I mean, I don't know what the high speeds that they were going, but you read somewhere on IMDb or online, Mark uh, Rogowski or Mark Gator Rogowski or something like that. I don't know how to pronounce it. He was a famous skater, though. Um, He performs that stunt. So it's like a real fucking stunt that they do. It's ridiculous. Obviously, it was much more nicer put together. Yeah, yeah. um, Yeah, and then he jumps out of the car, off of a wall... On like the from med- an embankment off the like, median, yeah, and it hits Lawndale in the face as he's about to kill Lawndale. Like he hits Tina. Lawndale straight on with his skateboard, like pretty much lands. Yeah, because like because like Lawndale gets in an accident, and he's out of the car, and he hits him, and it's like, so what's it? Brian's actually legitimately hurt, which I thought was kind of interesting because usually I thought, oh, he'd just... Oh, he'll just be fine. Yeah, just yeah. Uh, wipe himself off. He's good I to go. I my mom's pads that she got. Yeah, he had the pads and the helmet and stuff. <laughs> so we see Brian. We assume Lawndale gets arrested. Right. Right? Yeah. Tina is visiting... Next scene, Tina's visiting Brian at a hospital. Right. This is when he, it's revealed that Tina's dad died. Yeah. So I'm like, holy fuck. This is fucking weird. And then the cop and Brian are at the cemetery. Right. Together at Vin's grave. Weird. They just get in the car together and like the Jeep. Are they like this crime fighting duo <laughs> now? Like were we were we getting into like Gleam the Cube the, too? Gleaming the Cube too? <laughs> the electric cubaloo or something? <laughs> That's good stuff. So I don't know. I don't really know what the thought process there was. Uh, they're friends, and he's like a twenty-eight-year-old man was. hanging out with an eighteen-year-old boy, Corey. maybe sixteen-year-old boy. I don't know. I told you what the thought process was. That cop wanted to fuck Slater, man. <laughs> he was hot. Every time you keep saying Slater. Slater, I keep thinking of Saved by the Bell. Oh, I know, but that's that's my. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, but then and then the movie just ends. Yep, it's there. Brian is kind of learned his lesson, not really, because yeah. skating have helped him win the day. The real lesson to be learned is don't fucking snoop around. Just keep your nose down. Keep working at Bolsa Video. Cause you're ju- when you're 16. Yeah. 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 What the? Or just hell? go tell the cops about it. Totally. Vin would still be here, and they would still be playing their chess game today. Maybe he'd be banging. And uh, a lot of people, I guess, question that Slater didn't really do a lot of skating. Well, no shit. Appar- did you see the wig in all the scenes? Oh, but apparently he did quite a bit. According yeah, he- to Tony Hawk, Christian Slater did quite yeah, a bit of his own like, skating. Hawk got like paid to like obviously perform and then like teach him too, like how to skate and what. Christian Slater also said that he didn't like the helmet because it made him look like a penis. Ah, well, <laughs> who would want that? <laughs> but. I mean, there's clearly scenes that, like, where I said there's, like, a oh, the scene where Rodney Mullins the double. The wig is extraordinarily bad in that scene. Oh, yeah. He's doing all the freestyling. Oh, yeah. For sure. But, yeah, you notice, like, he does not, like, at, at all costs, he tries to be on that goddamn skateboard at, like, like, he's skating through, like, that mall area where it's like, dude, don't do that because you're going to, like, bust an ankle or something. Like, you're going to run into somebody. He's skating through school. He's skating everywhere at any cost. That dude's on four wheels. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because he's gleaming the cube. Yeah, he's gleaming, gleaming the cube. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> it's uh, A lot of people love this movie. It's uh, on IMDb. There's a lot of people. What a sweet movie. This just about wraps up the rad pop culture of the 1980s. Puts it into one film. I don't know about that. The skateboarding yeah. is incredible, and it features Tony Hawk, who developed into the number one skater in the world. While this movie might not be realistic, it made me laugh all the way through. Best scene by far involves Tony Hawk in a Pizza Hut truck. Why? <laughs> that's the best. Yeah. That's the guy's favorite part. Obviously, he forgot about the part when that guy delivers that huge racist line and jerk off hand jobs. Yeah, and jerk off hand jobs. How do you, how do you forget jerk off hand jobs? <laughs> I, I didn't. I, I didn't forget jerk off hand jobs. No that's way. for sure. Yeah, so honestly, the first time seeing this movie, I never, I'd heard of this movie, but I'd never seen it. Uh, an alternate film title for this movie is called A Brother's Justice. Oh, I remember hearing, reading that earlier. Yeah, that. A Brother's Justice. So this was like, could have I, I watched this, that. not last night, the night before. That was like my, probably like my sixth or seventh viewing of the movie. I'll probably watch it more in my life, too. If I can show my kids it, and it's all possible, too. Yeah. There you go. You, do you have this on DVD? I wish. The, <clears throat> one of the ways I actually saw this one time was um, it was after Bob Bardash went out of business, and it was a this copy you first from... first saw it? No, 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 no. Like, not... Well, I can't... Holy shit, this movie is out of print on DVD. Oh. And it's the cheapest way you can get it on Amazon is $50. Holy Christ. But apparently it's still available in the U.K., Nice. So you can get a Region 2 import for 7 bucks. <laughs> nice. Now, I I can't exactly recall the first time I saw it. I want to say it was just on Stars or some shit. But one of the times I saw it, like, when Bob Bardash went out of business, they, like, had a huge fire sale. And my friends and I got a bunch of copies of stuff. And I totally got Gleaming the Cube. Or was it... It, would, it might have been one of my friends or me. Wish I had that copy still because... Apparently, from judging from Amazon and online, I could maybe sell that at a sweet little price. Yeah, the yeah. original VHS copy. Well, the VHS copy was like ten bucks. Well, but so. I'd probably charge like fifty because <laughs> <laughs> it's sentimental value. But uh, yeah, I I I, I enjoyed <clears throat> blaming the cube. Uh, you know. Yeah. 
What would, what would you what would you rate the movie out oh, of ten? Oh man, you know I'm biased. I'll I'll give two ratings. My honest rating is like out of ten. This is probably like a four at best. But see, my... I'd give it like a five or six. While it wasn't entertaining and ridiculous, it's kind of boring at parts. Yeah, it's so it's totally like, boring. It's sl- for a movie that's supposed to be like extreme skateboardy. Slows down a little too yeah. much. Other than that, other than that, I enjoyed it. But it like, good. I mean, if sixteen-year-old me was going to rate it, I mean, it's an easy ten out of ten. But yeah, realistically, it's kind of a piece of garbage. <laughs> it's not, it's honestly not that bad. It's no, bad. it's it's worth the watch. Now, next week might be going into garbage territory. So next week, we are. Unless you had anything else to say about cleaning the cube. Mm. No. So next week, we were trying to look for a movie that took place around Thanksgiving. Right. Uh, there's nice. Thanksgiving with the talking turkey. Uh, it's a good one, but I mean, everyone's, it's kind of one everyone's... There's not like a... As far, it's, it's kind of like a cult that Thanksgiving to kind of turn into like this weird, almost trauma-like cult thing. And then they made like sure. a second... I mean, made a third one. And not make it a second one, but the third one was about how the second one was never made. I don't know. It's right. weird. So, anyways, I found this movie, which was from the director of Missing in Action, Invasion USA, and Red Scorpion. All canon films. I'm wondering if this is also a canon film. It very well could be a canon film. It's called Blood Rage. And it's a man is blamed for murders actually committed by his evil twin. Wow. And it takes place on Thanksgiving. Mm. Um, it's on YouTube in full. You can type in Blood Rage. Uh, alternately titled something about Shadow Woods. I think that's another way you can find it as well. So it's, uh, yeah, the guy said he tracked it down under the name Nightmare at Shadow Woods. Wow. Yeah. The best review on here is a 5 out of 10 stars. Oh, that looks to be the best review on here. So. It's uh, it's like your typical 80s slasher. I'm sure it'll have some charm and interesting things to it. There was a couple. There was one called Home Sweet Home that looked better than this, but I couldn't find it anywhere. I'm, and I was just I couldn't even find it to download. I couldn't. I I was. I tried to look for it everywhere, and I really that one I wanted to watch it more was Home Sweet Home, and that was a Thanksgiving one. But we're gonna have to settle for Blood Rage. If I mean, we're gonna go with the Thanksgiving thing. So. Yeah, I'm, the tagline though intrigues me. Every hooker's greatest fear is that the next one will be a sicko, <laughs> unnamed prostitute. That's who said the quote. Oh, unnamed okay. prostitute. So no All critic. Right. No, I have no idea where this. No critic quotes on this movie, but an unnamed prostitute's quote got on the cover wow. of this movie's. Is that supposed? To, uh, man, I have no idea where this movie's going to go, which is awesome. I like to watch. I like to view a movie like that where you're like blind going in and just no contact. It says 1987 on the IMDb page, but in reality it was 1983. I don't think it was released till 1987. So there's some weird issues there. Nice. Uh, I don't know. I was just three stars. About- horrifying. It's on the back of the box, the VHS box. Thinking to myself here, like, I'm surprised there's not, like, some sort of horror movie based on Black Friday. You know, there's a lot of Christmas ones. There's a yeah. lot of Christmas horror movies, but you, you're not going to, like, your Silent Night, Deadly Nights, yeah. stuff like that. But there's not really a book. I mean, no one's, 
created one at least. I mean, maybe there's like some bullshit you somebody put on YouTube. I mean, yeah, right, right. But I mean, even the fact that like I can't even I can't even off the top of my head think of like maybe like a really good movie that's a like. Not about Thanksgiving, but revolves around it. Yeah, there were some, but there's some. Yeah, those like there's some, but they all just seem like boring as fuck and nothing. Ever yeah, there's like, like like nothing that deemed B movie worthy. Like yeah. the only movie I think of when I think of Thanksgiving is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Right, it's the first movie that yeah, always yeah, comes yeah, to mind yeah. when I think of Thanksgiving, or the short that Eli Roth did for Grindhouse. Oh that was Thanksgiving, yeah. but that was just short, and they never made a movie of it. Right, so. So next week is Blood Rage, a.k.a. Nightmare at Shadow Woods. Sweet. And it should be absurd. It's also available on YouTube. It looks super gory just from looking at some of these pictures. Uh, should be quite weird and interesting, I'm sure. And yeah, and then Home Sweet Home comes up too when you look up this movie. So we'll see what happens with Blood Rage for episode 94. Sweet. So for B-Movie Breakdown, make sure you check us out on Facebook. Like us there. Follow us on Twitter at BNB Podcast. Send us your suggestions, your thoughts on these movies. We want to hear them. We'll read your tweets. We'll read your emails, your comments. We'll read them on the podcast if you want to uh, have that shit said. Uh, one more quick thing. This was going to be a threesome this week with the always lovable DRC. Dan uh, was trying to make his way back onto the podcast, just having some scheduling issues there. Hopefully next week for Blood Rage. Dan will make his epic return to mm. B-Movie Breakdown. I look forward to this. So, uh, therefore, B-Movie Breakdown. I'm Corey. And I'm Sam. Be here next week, or B-Movie. <laughs> it's the best of the worst. B-Movie.